Yo, what's going on, world? It's your homeboy, Cuff, with the Brain Surfing Podcast. I started my podcast with the goal of helping couples get a better understanding of why their counterpart thinks and operates the way they do. As time went on, I continued to do this, but with more focus on relationships in general. Like I always say, the way you view things determine how those things make you feel. For more raw, uncensored content, you can subscribe to my other tier on Spotify for only $2.99 per month. But like I said, it's your homeboy, Cuff. Come catch these waves. Armageddon Productions. Yo, what's going on, world? It's your homeboy Cuff with the Brain Surfing Podcast. And today we'll be talking about mental health, physical health, and emotional health with my guest here today. If you want to introduce yourself. And uh, yeah, tell me a little bit about yourself also. All right. How y'all doing? I'm Zakina, but on social, I go by I Am Deserving. I'm the owner of Aura's Journey to Self-Healing, which is a company that I just recently started and just here to help promote and talk about what it means to heal your emotional, physical, and mental health. All right. So before we uh, hop into the topics, if you want to tell us a little bit more about your business, what you got going on? Yes. So the reason I started my business was because I come from like a healthcare setting for like the last seven to 10 years. I've been working um, with big companies. I'm not going to mention them here, but um, (laughs) as an account manager and just through COVID, like understanding the need for alternative approaches when it comes to managing one's mental, physical and emotional health. Right. Um, Just like the traditional approaches and the way that people spend like 30 minutes in a doctor's office and really not get into the root of like what's causing some of their ailments. That happens a lot. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I have seen and bear witness to the need to have not only solutions, but products that are um, around supporting one's journey to self-healing. Um, Cause I don't think it's anybody else's responsibility to care about your health. Like a lot of times, some of the things that we go through or, that we struggle with um, emotionally and physically and mentally is just due to our lifestyles and our choices. Yeah. And yeah. so I just thought it would be important and nice to have a product that um, is centered around mindfulness um, when it comes to managing those type of things. Yeah. And I use different things like crystals um, and these crystal healing bases that I call auras, amethyst and rose quartz and citrine and um, this is a clear quartz that I'm holding right now, um, but I use those different things along with like good luck bamboo plants. Um, and I use the bamboo plants because not only are they good luck and fortune, or at least that's what they represent, but I also think that it's really nice to have them be like a physical representation of your growth over time. Right. So you say you purchase an aura and at that time, you know, maybe you're going through a breakup. So you purchase the rose quartz because you really want to heal your heart chakra. Um, and then you'll have that plant for weeks and months and years to come. And then as you reflect and look at your plant, you kind of look at yourself and uh, kind of see that growth. Or maybe you don't see growth and maybe you go, damn, I still got shit I need to work on. But... <laughs> Yeah, look, this is something, not to cut you off, I'm sorry, but um, I like to get like that you get into this, and, and I think it's very, um, not only profitable, but it can help people a lot of different ways, and the bad thing about it is, right now, I kind of feel like people are being a little bit more aware about mental health, you know what I'm saying, people are actually eating better, so their physical health and emotional health as well, as well. 
Yeah, or in general, just looking for alternative solutions. Cause yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the white, white, I mean, remember on like the cereal boxes and they would have like those little pyramids that kind of tell yep, you what you need yep. to eat and like how mm-hmm. much you need to eat, when you need to sleep and kind of treating us all like we're just little robots. And if everybody does the exact same thing, then everybody should be fine. But it's like, no, right. geographically, we don't all come from the same diets or we don't all have the same, you know, DNA necessarily. Exactly. Like us as Afro people, like there are certain things that like lack for some reason lactose doesn't just work with our bodies generally speaking <laughs> you know what i mean i was so, definitely going to mention milk yeah so we literally have to start like digging a little bit deeper as to what's causing some of the ailments um within ourselves like even with like relationships i like to kind of go back to that because i think a lot of people yeah. are like struggling in relationships because they're actually battling with themselves maybe they went through a traumatizing situation in the past and you know and now they they don't know how to heal from that and but they're lonely and they seek companionship and then they find themselves in these toxic patterns you know yeah, i think yeah. we all can bear witness that we have experienced some level of toxic yeah i definitely i definitely got some, uh, <laughs> i definitely the older i get the more i see because i will always say i don't have no trauma i'm good whatever happened when i was younger like it's it is what it is i'll be tripping but the older i get the more i realize how some of the negative things that happened when i was uh, younger how it really affect me even now as an adult definitely you know what i'm saying definitely even even for some of the things that we feel like, okay, I'm getting over it. Why do we always think we need to get over it? You know what I mean? Like some things is just a part of who you are and there's yeah. nothing to necessarily get over. Yeah, it's you know more what like I mean? you want to understand You just need to learn how to live with it yeah, and yeah. be the healthiest version of yourself seeing as though those things have happened because you can't right. undo them. You know what I mean? Um, so I think there's a lot that goes into why I like starting my business. Um, and it gets deeper and deeper and deeper, but that's up for you to embark upon. Right, I just right. want to create a product that would at least be centered around that and encourage somebody to take that step and right, let right. one of my auras be sort of that physical representation of you actually doing that. Um, but the, the relationship is with you. I read, I study, I'm still learning about what it means to be the healthy, healthiest version of myself because yeah. I'm over here finna tap this tobacco right now. So I'm just saying, this ain't necessarily a bad thing, actually. I, I mean, it's say, hurt. I already look at, uh, you know what I'm saying, weed, marijuana, whatever you want to call it. I don't look at that as, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's cool. I mean, anything you use it too much can become something bad. True but, that. But, uh, yeah, you moderate this shit, you, you be all right. Yeah. Don't get too lazy. Yep. Most definitely. <laughs> most definitely. So do you have any um any personal experiences, whether within yourself, kids, family, that also made you want to get into into this field? That's a good question. Um, when I was like sixteen, my mom passed away. Mm. And that's my only parent. And I was the oldest. You know what I mean? So it was just like yeah. yo, a lot of weight was put on my shoulders at an early age, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? And even before she passed away, um, she was sick from, you know, her physical ailments, kidney failure. And so yeah. for like seven years, she she fought through dialysis. And, and I'm 34 right now today. Like, Pierre, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> she passed away at the age that I am right now. Yeah, that's that's young as hell. Like, the age that I am right now, you know what I mean? She, she lost her life, um, you know, from from stress, from maintaining poor relationships, from not having, like her mom passed away when her mother was in her thirties from the same disease. So we're talking about generational curses. Like I'm 
like a living breathing version of what that is like literally you know what i mean i don't just say it just to say it like it's literally me because to be the one to change the course of time yeah you know what i mean so you seeing it firsthand how it affects people really push you in that direction to be like yo anything that i do has to be purposeful yeah yeah like sure. i it had like even me sitting here with you today like we've been knowing each other through social media right. and i've yeah, been watching yeah. you grow your podcast <laughs> like you know and i still and, and he and pierre's invited me here many many times but i just it wasn't the time you know right, and right, now right, it is right, right. <laughs> <laughs> always work out how supposed to. and and Thanks. and due time absolutely so when I see you, when you uh tell some of your story, like, the way I see you with your kids, it makes more sense. You know what I'm saying? Um, The way that a lot of black men speak on black women, you know, when it comes to just social media, uh, they're not speaking about you. You feel me? Like, yeah. when I see you with your character, you're very active. You're, I can tell, your kids know, they feel that you love them. Yeah. They don't just hear it. Yeah, they yeah. Feel it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a very important thing. But, you know, some sometimes unfortunate events kind of prepare us and make us even better for when we do have kids mm-hmm. like you seem like you you um how, how to maybe stand and step into the caretaker role kind of early in your life yes so yep. by the time you had kids it's like i, I do this yep you know what I'm saying? and it affects my relationships with men awesome. and like, like, right, right. like i swear i always like i can't be like i don't know i have you know because i understand i try to understand everybody's position you know and and the wilderness in north america like where we at right now and like (laughs) you feel me like i try to understand our black men and their position you know but i've i've been a very nurturing woman very supportive so when i hear dudes be like oh females only talk to dudes that got bread or females only talk to dudes that you know and it's like i can't really i mean he go to work. He 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 got a purpose. He got a he got some um for some right. goals behind him. I'm right. and them goals make sense and and you passionate about it. Like why wouldn't I support you? Cause exactly. none of us was born with a silver spoon in our mouth. So I'd be right. I'd have been on the side of you know a man or two in my life where I'm like I believe in what it is that you're trying to do and it didn't get me nowhere. You know what I mean? So I. Was I because of my what nurturing happens, spirit, they think, oh. What happens is. Um, I can pave the way for them. Like, women, no. Women, have a, women get in a situation where <clears throat> they support a man the way they want to be supported. And it happens multiple times. And then it, it leads to nothing. They kind of let the man lead a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Let the man be a man. They kind of follow his lead, support him, and it leads to nothing. And after that happens two, three, four times, the next guy can't feel the way if she's a little cautious about letting him lead. You might gotta earn that, and and that's where that emotional like, ugh, you know what I mean? Like, you got things like losing your mom or a parent or somebody that you really love. Maybe it's your granny or somebody that really saw you. You know what I mean? As a human being, and it make you think like, dang, you start to ask why, why? You know what I mean? And then you constantly going through relationships and things are not successful, and you. You study saying like, dang, why my heart got to keep hurting, you know? Exactly. And and you keep looking outside of yourself saying, oh, because they did that to me or, you know what, because this, this, that, and the third. And it's like one thing I've learned through my 34 years of life is I cannot control what's outside of me. Facts. Like, that's it. Only thing I can control <coughs> is me and, and like, about, how I respond to <coughs> the things that are happening outside of my cipher. And one of my favorite things uh, is... Uh, never stress about something you can't control. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
easier said than done, right? Definitely easier said than done. But you know what? I, I say this. Me personally, like, you know, uh, on the uh, mental health um, topic, um, me personally, I went through this long phase of my life where there were certain things that I was. Yo, what's going on, world? It's your homeboy Cuff with the Brain Surfing Podcast. Just letting all my Spotify users know I have a new tier, raw, uncensored, behind-the-scenes content for $2.99 a month. There'll be one episode per week. If you don't want to get that, you want to keep getting the free content, I appreciate that as well. Like, love, comment, subscribe, share. Hey, shout-out to Armageddon Productions. Y'all know what it is. It's your boy Cuff. Come catch these waves. I didn't want to be mm-hmm. right now you know how a person can tell a lie for months and years whatever and they get to a point where they damn near believe the lie mm. i'm gonna tell you something i uh i realized the real thing and started to apply it in more positive ways mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so like I'm, I'm very shy growing up you know what i'm saying and i'm still a little bit shy so i purposely do things that shy people don't do to try to help myself not be as shy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's excellent. That's really actually a great way to like retrain and reprogram yourself. Yeah. Like you literally. Like even doing shit like this, mm-hmm. I don't like being on camera. That's crazy. But no one ever, no one never would know that. I would never know that. You feel me? I don't like talking to a bunch of people. None of that. Crazy, like yeah. mainly a loner. You know, I'm a loner. that's crazy. Well, even when it's a podcast, they wouldn't know. So I definitely do things to to change how I am. If mm-hmm. I see something that could be improved. I like a force it. Mm-hmm. And I feel anybody could do that. If you put your mind to it, you know what I'm saying? You got But that comes with being self-aware and having a certain amount of uh, healthy like mental health. Bringing it all the way back yeah. to your journey when it comes to self. I could have said anything, but I said yeah. your journey to self-healing because it's self that has to, one, acknowledge and and see that because you know how like yeah. somebody will keep telling you like you like this you like this you like this and you like but i don't see it so if i don't right, see it right. how can i change it right or how can i make that better or nurture that situation like and also <laughs> when people when, when multiple people tell you they see something in you i think we gotta do it, it would be something not, not only something positive but something, but something negative, negative yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gotta do better as people as looking within ourselves and seeing why they might may feel that way because mm-hmm. if multiple people tell you it must hold some type mm-hmm. of weight yep you know what I mean yep that's so interesting that you said that because that is so funny people will definitely be like oh I am just such a you said I'm great I'm so great (laughs) like I am the best and as soon as they be like bro that was you wrong now it's like rah 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 exactly exactly you gotta be able to take constructive criticism you know what I'm saying and once again a lot of that come with self awareness though. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and and a certain amount of you know confidence and everything too like you got to know who you are as a person. You can't let a person tell you any old thing. True. You got to be like, it's like having a square that you stand on, but that square is also like 3D or you can build right. around right. it. You exactly. know what I mean? Like exactly. I'm this, this is my square, but now here I am building around it because I'm doing the knowledge. I'm, I'm paying attention to what's going on around me. I'm listening and paying attention to sort of those synchronicities that happen in life. Like you ever notice life patterns and you be like, damn, the same thing yeah. seemed like it keep happening yeah. to me. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. And usually those be things we ain't happy about. Like, damn, this same thing keep happening. So so what can I do about it? And a lot of times people don't even think that they can because they can't that accountability piece is not there. Exactly. It takes a strong person to hold themselves accountable for everything yeah. that they do. It, it's it's a hard thing to do for <clears throat> 
majority of people, unfortunately, and I think that's why a lot of times we all could agree that a lot with the world is in shambles, simply because everybody's looking here and judging there and pointing here and right. instead of, you know, taking a look in the mirror, you know, and so liking what, who you see. So one thing I, uh, like I say, um, self-awareness, you know what I'm saying? Looking back into our childhood and just <clears throat> things we've seen and went through growing up, even in our adulthood, our young 20s and so forth and so on, right? I know me personally, um, my emotional, my emotional health wasn't the best and it affected me in relationships because, mm. you know, uh, without going into detail, the things that happened with both my parents where I felt like neither one of them loved me, mm. right? So then, like, growing up and being in relationships, if a person said they love me, it's like, mm. it's like, damn, it's like, like, I don't believe them. And my expectation for you goes, like, high as hell. So I almost don't like hearing that shit. Cause like, if you say you love me, then what? You wouldn't act like this? Or you wouldn't, or, like, your it, idea it's, what it's, it looked like uh, wasn't that? It was just like, if I, I felt like if my mom and dad didn't love me growing up, which I don't feel now, but I felt at a, you know at, for a long period of time, I'm like, how could anybody else? Got you. So I would always question it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden I have these high expectations where it's like you have to damn near prove it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to prove it, but it was just like, come on now, bro. Right. I didn't need everything, and you still don't think I love I, you? Exactly. <laughs> Fuck you, bro. Once, it's over. <laughs> and then once I got to the point where I understood where that came from, I got a lot better with. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, understanding where our trauma comes from, where uh, our mental health issues come from is really, really big. It's really big. It's going to help us for our future and our present life. You know what I'm saying? You can't live life holding on to trauma and ever get wherever you really want to be in life. Yeah. And do much of anything positive. Yeah. Because that negative energy you're carrying with you on an everyday basis. And for those of us that are, you know, those light workers in life, you know what I mean, that's always being the optimist in a situation and like always being the one to make the sacrifice, you know, and right. like that sort of stuff, like protect you too, you know, to an extent, yeah. create boundaries, you know, yeah. like, because, you know, you ever <laughs> notice only people like always just call you with a problem, you know, type shit, like, and you want to be a good person and you are, you feel like you're doing the right thing, but just, I feel like everything that I do, I just try to do with balance. And that, that might be just the Gemini in me. You know, right. it's like everything just got to be balanced. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, Like, yeah. you know, I yeah. got that good and that bad. I know they both exist. You can't have one without the other. We ain't. Facts. You know what Facts. I mean? So how do I balance these things? And that's I, something I'm trying to learn now. Because I'm definitely the person a lot of people lean on mm -hmm. uh, for emotional uh, help, you know what I'm saying, and also for physical help. They mean needing money or rides and whatever it may be. Um, but what I noticed is like, see, I'm big on like I try to really treat people how I want to be treated. If I say I fuck with you for real, then I'm gonna do the things that I would think you would do. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. if I claim I fuck with you for real, you claiming the same thing. It's like, well, certain things come with that. If you're in a time of need, if I can help you, and it's not gonna hurt me to help you. Then I have no reason to not do so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the thing is, I have barely gotten that back from the people that I do that for. So I'm trying to get that, like you said, that balance, you that know what I mean? Where it's like, I want to be who I am, but maybe I only could be that with some people. Yeah, yeah. And it sucks because it's like, dang, I really, really, really want to, like for women, like you really, really want to give your heart to this particular person and this man or what have you. And then like, you find yourself five, six years down the road still crying and weeping about 
what? He already showed you who he was the first time. Didn't y'all listen to what Maya exactly. Angelou said? <laughs> exactly. You feel me? Like, but my, my girl be laughing because uh, before when she wanted to get to the point, we got to the point where she was like, yo, like, like she wanted to date. She wanted to make an official type, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, so right then and there, I told her who I am, like, as far as like dating me, how I am. And like some of the things she didn't like, but like, she was, I guess in her head, it was like, Okay, he'll get better at this or that. What I'm saying, but I told her with certain stuff, I'm like, yo, this is this is this is me. I was honest though. Five six years later, it's been six years now. It's funny because she bringing up every once in a while, like, <laughs> you irritate me with certain shit, but I but I can't get mad because at the end of the day, that is you just did tell yeah, me, yeah, it's these certain things like, yo, that's me. You know what I'm like, saying? Like it'll be a total deal breaker if you couldn't just accept this certain thing about right. me. I like I have a strong right. stance on this and like period you know what I mean yeah. but you know as long as it's balanced like I said it's just creating healthy boundaries for the people that you have in your life even with work like uh with work you know what I mean like that's another <coughs> thing that kind of propelled me to like want to take on like the role of some um I call it like a micro entrepreneur because it's like I'm literally just starting out and even though I've been juggling no, like three the entrepreneurs you doing your thing yeah too. yeah and but like when you start when you start doing multiple things you an entrepreneur even before period. that shit kick off yeah you know I mean? yeah so, <laughs> and like my auras was just and it's crazy because I was thinking about like okay a part of um what it means to kind of nurture you know, those different facets of your health is, you know, taking that time to be alone, you know? Yeah. Um, or, and even if you're not necessarily alone, cause how am I alone? I have children, I have siblings, I have friends, I have, you know, other people in my it's life that I, type of alone. but you I know, know you mean, getting it like for real, having that carving out that time for you, like, Hey, listen, <coughs> get to know you, for real. you know what I mean? Like what you can, what you can, not tolerate, but what you would deal with from a person, what you won't deal with with a person, what you would accept, what you want to accept. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like or taking time even, to really figure those things even out. Even with work. Even with work. Like, even, yeah, yeah, even yeah. with my kids. Like, yeah, yeah. listen, little, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, this is as far as I can go with that right there. Like, that's it. You know? Yeah. Because uh, even with work, like, I, I found myself, like, feeling like I'm just devoting just, like, so much time you know what I mean? And not getting, like, I don't mind, I, I stay up till 3, 4 o'clock in the morning building my website and trying to find a perfect angle Shit. for my auras and the perfect picture. From, I told you I sleep with the laptop yeah. literally next to me. So I work, but it's fulfilling because I feel like I'm reaching, I'm gonna, I'm reaching yeah, for something yeah, that's definitely. actually going to be on the other yeah. side of the thing versus I sat there and worked my tail off for the last nine months and I was with my other job for like five years and then. I went to this new company, like a company based out of Canada, doing account management with some pretty well-known accounts. Like I said, I'm not going to mention them here, right. but like, then I find myself getting laid off. <laughs> like, huh? But, but then like, because a year prior, the job that I had had for five years, I ended up into my relationship with them because, you know, of us not seeing eye to eye around the whole COVID thing. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, so, yeah. you know, that that challenged a lot of situations. You had doctors and quitting yeah, their jobs yeah. because the integrity behind the situation, for me, it was there. Like, I ain't going to let 
nobody on TV or none of these scare taxes or none of that like forced me into a decision that I'm not ready to make yet. You yeah. understand me? And that's where I was at that time. It was just like Oh, they was trying to make you get the shot. Not necessarily, but when you feel like, you know, when people understand your put when people know your political stance on certain things, right. and they say they're not putting their their feelings into the situation. But they do. Right. right. <laughs> and you yeah. know it. Yeah. Like, it's like this under the rug type of situation. Yeah. It was just like, yo, pay me myself and let me get up out this thing. Like, right. I'm, I'm, I spent, I grew enough here anyways. Like, I'm, I'm cool. Like, yeah, it's I over. Yeah. But even around that time is when I had first started making the auras and started and trying to take, cause my life at this job was literally helping people lead a healthier, healthier and happier lifestyle. Right. Like, that's what I talk to people about. When I would talk to them about the program and like. Now, I was going to ask you, before you uh, started doing these auras and everything, how long have you been into? I was in that field for like a good six years, like oh, at okay. that particular company. Yeah. But like even my whole life has led me to where I'm at today. Right. Me having a mother that was stricken with her health at the age of 26, 27, passing away at 34. My grandmother also passed away from kidney failure at the age of 33. Right. So my mother lost her mother at eight. So we talking about two generations of women, strong women, like, you know, who literally did not have a fulfilling, healthy life. Like right, they right. didn't get to see what it is that God want me to see, I guess. Like, I don't know. But so that all thinking about all of that, like, okay. And then finding myself in a career that's associated with, you know, yeah, making, yeah, yeah. thinking about things from a different perspective, you know, there was always a stigma around mental health, especially in a black, black community. community. You would be like yeah, a yeah. therapist. What? You crazy? I like that recently it's getting better. It I is. Like, like and that. that's why I, like I thought, that. yeah, like we got to keep the conversation going because that's definitely a thing. It's definitely a thing. You know, so everything that's been happening in my life, I feel like has led me to this point to be like, okay, um, let me try to step out on my own faith and, like, all this time, I've been doing everything very structurally because, you know, I got babies and I got to yeah. make sure everything is solid for them. But, right. you know, I'm a, you know, first-time homeowner, you know, in my family. Like, I'm really proud to be able to just give them the stability. Like, in order to build on anything, you need that square. You need the, that stability yeah, to facts. be able to, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and we doing this thing, you know? And now I'm... And acquired this. Congratulations company. on a first time homeowner too. You yeah. Know what I'm we can't just can't just skip over. Yeah. That. Like, like I'm said, like wow. I like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's been about four years now since I. Yeah. Since yeah, I bought okay. the home and everything, and I don't think it's gonna be the last home that I buy. It's right. just to be able to be like, wow, my mom. I was, she was not here, you know, right. at this time, you know, doing the things that I'm doing. So it's. It may not be a lot for most, but it's definitely a big deal for me. And I'm still reaching, you know, yeah. trying to really like get the message out. And it's hard when you have a product that associated with the word that people don't know what it means. So to have the opportunity to be able to like talk through it. Yeah. And so when people see or hear or about an aura, maybe they'll think about me and think about the you know whole reason behind see, it. I, you know, I know a few people that um when they hear this episode, they're mm. going to share it. Cause they really into things like this. Yeah. And I feel like they probably gonna <laughs> add you on Instagram. So I think this is gonna be a good one. I am deserving on yeah. Instagram. I or... am deserving. Make sure y'all add her. And when I post the episode, her information gonna be on my hashtag. Have your info in there too. Make okay. sure I can find you. Perfect. Yeah. But Thank was there anything you. else you want to uh, touch on? 
Like, share, comment the Brain Surfing Podcast on all podcast listening platforms, including YouTube. Come catch these waves. Before we get out of here? No, I feel like we can go on and on, but I appreciate the opportunity. Hey, I, was... I hope it resonated with somebody. I de- I'm sure it definitely will, though, because it, it's we're starting to pull back the veil on, you know, these type of things. So Look, I want to say this. We uh we just did the whole episode with like basically no notes, you know what I'm saying? I love the way you delivered your message, you know what I'm saying? Like no for real, the way you word everything and everything. I think people will receive it well. You know what I'm saying? I think the numbers will do well. I think that you will get good amount of follows and everything on uh, social media. And uh, we definitely gotta do some more informa- some more um topics. I stuff. have so many things that I Yeah, we definitely gotta do about. some more topics. Cause I do for like sure. how you verbalize, you know, saying what you feel about things, so yeah, I'm fucking with it. Thank you. Thank so, you. So, one more time, give them your Instagram. I am deserving. And that's not only Instagram, is it? It's on... Um, it's on TikTok, too. I am deserving. Um, I think my Snapchat is, too. Yep. So, yeah. make sure y'all add her on all social media platforms. But once again, it's your homeboy, Cuff, with the Brain Surfing Podcast. Brain surfing. Let's get it. Thanks for catching these waves. Story, story, story time. Hey, what's going on? You just tuned in to the Brain Surfing Podcast. It's story time. And I guess I'm going to start it off. Now, look, I pride myself on being a real-ass person. You feel me? Like, I keep it 100. You know what I'm saying? We all got ups. We all got our downs. You ain't always going to come out on top. But if you a real one, shit will usually work out in your favor, right? So... I was messing with this female. All my stories be having females in them. Damn, bro. I got to change my life. <laughs> well, I already changed my life. But anyway, mess with this female, and she had a, she had a dude. I ain't really know she had, a, she had a guy, but, you know, it was kind of obvious, you know what I'm saying? But she said she didn't, so, nigga, you know what I mean? She didn't. Long story short, she did. And this nigga let it be known. Like, they was fucking with each other. You know what I'm saying? So, he talked crazy and shit. You feel me? And I don't really talk like that. I'm like, man, when shit gonna happen, just what up? You know what I'm saying? What's, what's up? Nigga seen me a million times. He was never on nothing. I got to the point where I'm like, this nigga just ain't gonna be on shit. Like, he ain't on shit. <clears throat> One day I'm sitting... We in the uh, back of the apartment building and shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sitting like... For y'all on Apple, Spotify and shit, I'm going to try to describe it for y'all. You know what I'm saying? So y'all can you'll get, a, get a good picture of what happened. But I'm sta- it's a step. I'm standing with one my right foot on the pavement. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the sidewalk. My other foot is on the stair. So like my knee's kind of up. You feel me? Now... First of all, my first mistake was standing like that as he's walking towards me and two of the homeboys. Only one of the homeboys in my head, I feel like this nigga will pop off. The other one, I know he ain't gonna do shit. It's a big old, it's a big nigga and everything. But I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like the one nigga, he gone. The other nigga, he ain't gonna do shit. The dude is on bullshit, he a bigger, you know what I'm saying? So he walked past, right? My first mistake was kept standing like this. Just like unbottled type shit, you know what I'm saying? He walked past the door right here. So now I can't see him no more. 
My dumb ass, I'm still standing just... Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So he walked, like, one step into the apartment, turned around, and my homeboy, like, like walked like, like walk towards me. So as he, like, stepped toward me, like, like, on, like aggressively, I kind of turned, and dude stole on my motherfucking ass. He hit me, uh, I want to say, like, in my ear. I got lucky as hell. Hit me in my ear, you know what I'm saying? But... Like I said, I had one foot up and one foot down. So when he hit me, I twist my ankle. Damn. Bro, I fall on the ground, right? The white homeboy, he... He gone. Like, <laughs> this nigga, he got the fuck out of there. The uh, the Mexican homeboy, because uh, dude tried to like, run up and stop me type shit. He tried to run up and, you know what I'm saying, try to jump on me and shit. Yeah. I couldn't get up because my ankle was, like, twisted. Like, I couldn't stand on my shit. You know what I'm saying? The Mexican homeboy, he like, like ran up on dude and made dude back up. If the dude backed up, I got, I got against the wall and was able to get up type shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and I don't know why my dumb ass, like, I'm on one leg, bro. I don't need to go to look, look against the wall, the wall and shit, trying to fight this nigga and shit. And the homeboy, like, he got dudes so he couldn't stop me, but you could tell he was scared, though. Damn. But he, but, you, but the, the cool, like, I give him props because he didn't bitch out. Right. Okay. He, he made sure so dude couldn't, cause dude could, if, if he wasn't there, right. my ankle was twisted, bro. Right. Like it, it was like I couldn't stand up type shit. Yeah. You feel me? <laughs> so he 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 <laughs> acted <laughs> like he was going, like he was going yeah. hit dude when right. dude came towards me, right. and he made dude back up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then from there, I was able to get up, and I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like on one leg, I'm like, man, what's up? Right. You know what I'm saying? And then my homeboy, I can tell he's scared, so I know he can tell he's scared, but he kind of, you know. Like, what we doing? We doing? We doing? You know what I mean? And then the neighbors caught the cops and shit. And then I hopped on one leg for like four blocks, nigga. Damn. I could not put no pressure on my ankle. What? My shit was fucked up. Funny ass. For like two weeks, two three weeks straight, my shit was fucked up. Damn. Ended up getting dude back. You know what I'm saying? Or some some. It was like nigga, some high speed chase type shit. Oh, like you ran bro. That nigga over? Nah, nah, nah. He was oh, in the car. I was in the car. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah. Man, I ain't gonna crib it myself, but you know what I'm saying? Get back. Yeah, we got him back. He but, says, Let's uh, get back, gang. But yeah, man, that's, that's some shit that happened. Like I say, sometimes y'all always smile on top. You know what I mean? You gotta, yeah. you gotta, you win some, you lose some. You feel me? For sure. I got a story though, one of y'all. See, for yeah, me, yeah, for yeah. like stories, it's gotta like just, it's gotta be natural. Like I can't just really think of one. Man, like, I got you know a story for right now, boy. Like yeah, go ahead, off my path, boy. <laughs> so check this out, right? When I first got sent to the joint, right? Sure, guy, just turned nineteen. Sent to the joint. That's in the St. Cloud. Damn. In St. Cloud, bro. I'm in Booker Cell, bro. Now, this is where all the counties, all the niggas from all the counties, you know, in Minnesota come, you know, to get, get cooped up, you know, get booked up, get your booking number, whatever. You feel me? And get settled in. I see this nigga from ATL, bro. This nigga was so smooth talking. In the motherfucking holy smell <laughs> to the motherfucking CEOs. I thought this nigga was a pimp. Dead <laughs> ass. This nigga was 27. I'm 19. This nigga's 27. Short as hell. Got a whole way, bro. 360. Smooth, nigga. I'm looking at this nigga like, how you gonna keep this shit sit, fit? How you gonna keep this shit fit in here? You hear me? <laughs> so, whole time, six months, a year go by. 
I see this nigga cause I'm cause now I'm a swamper. You feel me? I'm I'm a janitor. I'm cleaning the night shift, you feel me? Cleaning the uh the unit and shit. I'm uh, uh cleaning the unit in the nighttime. I'm you know, swamping past the uh motherfucking uh staff closet, you hear me? Yeah. Swamping past, all I hear is the motherfucking <laughs> Now that's a badass CO, you hear me? Puerto Damn. Rican bitch. Damn. In a motherfucking uh, uh, joint, right? Thick as hell. Nobody can ever get to talk to her, you feel me? Because she always got this mean mother look. Now I'm hearing this. You know me. I'm I'm swamping through the motherfucker, you hear me? <laughs> like, I'm not moving. I'm just. <laughs> so the whole time, I'm just doing that, right? I hear a stop. Silence. Nigga, open the door. I see the ATL nigga step out the door with a smooth wave through again. I don't like this nigga. He wore a smashing hug. She working night shit. I know, because I'm a swamper. Hell no. It wasn't her. It can't be her. I keep on swamping, right? Like nothing happened. Go around the block, you hear me? I go back to the CO desk. Tell me who's right there fixing her hair. <laughs> like ain't shit happen. Swear to God, if I'm lying, I'm dying. Damn. You hear me? Damn, Minnesota. Y'all hear this shit happen in motherfucking uh, St. Cloud, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bruh. You said what? She was really getting pregnant out her. And these niggas are smooth. These niggas are out of town, niggas. Yeah, if you, uh, if you got a country accent and you go mm-hmm. to a, a, a place where they're not country yet, your pussy rate gonna go up like 15%. <laughs> <laughs> that accent, yeah. that like, accent out of that, yeah. you gonna set your Cause like, even on some real shit, bro. Well, I had moved back from Georgia, I had a little, little, you know what I'm saying? My little, yeah. I lived for a couple yeah. years, came back, had a little something. Yeah. That shit, it, it worked for you though. Yeah, right. it, it give you a little, it's like, fine, ooh, bro. say, uh, say that, say that. You like, Bro, yeah. like, they like your accent and shit. Hey, I'm from when I got back from Georgia? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. when you got back. I was going to ask you, how do the the southern girls like the, like, up north they got accent? Like, what do they say? Do they think yeah. you sound corny or, like, how do they Well, t- you know, t- I, don't, I don't have a, a typical Minnesota really accent. My stuff is a little mixed a little bit. But it's like, but I feel that, but it's like you don't sound like you a nigga from like Georgia. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So right, I'm saying, right, how do right. they perceive mm-hmm. how you talk? That's hot. That's that's what I'm wondering. Like the crazy shit was they thought I was from the south. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like so, I don't really know. Like they really. Ain't... Cause I could tell it'd be different if like okay so like I feel like a nigga in Chicago like a Chicago nigga. Let's say a Chicago nigga goes down there like I feel like he might be smooth like obviously he's yeah, gonna he talk was, different. Yeah, a New the, York nigga, a Chicago nigga. Yeah. Like down south girl be like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the Minnesota accent we don't our shit I don't know. Or is our shit more like Midwest? I don't know. Cause it's know. not Midwest because yeah, people from Chicago, that. Chicago's Midwest, and we don't talk like how they talk. Yeah, but some niggas, now. some niggas, yeah, our shit like a little. Like it's like I guess proper, uh, I've heard that Minnesota we got like the most proper yeah. of all like the like the U.S. Man, I say niggas from California. Man, they proper. Nah, say. nah, man, they be they pronounce every motherfucking letter, bro. It depends. <laughs> Depends like, what kind of way, how they be talking like, yeah, cuz we hard. 
in, in like, the car, cuz. Buster? Yeah. Nigga, you a buster. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Oakland. Like, it's, it's, like, it's like real. We gonna say Buster. Like, we gonna say Buster. Kelly think he's just different. Buster? That's what I'm saying. No, cuz, he in the car. He in the car, cuz. You feel me? It's a little. That's how they be talking. It's proper to me. It's an accent. It's proper, though. Like, their words are, like, proper, though. Like, I don't know. Y'all got some stories, though? You say your what I was just going to say was, I feel like Detroit niggas sound kind of proper, too, when they be talking. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I got a quick little story. They I, more proper I, than I we is, though. Detroit okay. niggas. Yeah. Them niggas is proper. Like, them niggas is, bro, what's uh, 42 Dough lyrics? I don't even fuck, fuck with him like that, but... I don't really think he's kind of weak. Yeah, he cool. He be saying, free my niggas. Yeah. You got something for us? I said, it's just a little quick. Not really a story, but uh, I was in Cali for a little bit, and I had somebody ask me, I told him I was from Minnesota. Like Minnesota, uh, would y'all ride horses or something? Like, he said, "You don't ride no horse, do you?" I was like, "No." Yo, people really be thinking shit. But like this, that, hey, this man. was 2016 like, too. Right? People this really be thinking like they ain't like no nobody Minnesota for yeah. real. It seemed like until damn near like the George Floyd. Well, it was George a little Floyd bit. Shit. Yeah, we yeah. got some cloud now. Well, I lived in Georgia. They knew, like, they said, Minneapolis. I'm like, no, Minneapolis. Yeah. Minneapolis, I'm like, yeah. no, nigga, Minneapolis. I watched the NLE Chopper interview. He kept saying, I'm like, bro, damn. He's in Minneapolis. Man, <laughs> bro, let me keep saying that shit. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, come on. Like, what the fuck? But all, it, it said, oh, that's where Randy Moss or KG play. That's all they know, Randy Moss and KG. That's all they knew about Minnesota. And some, some knew about Marvel America a little bit. But you can tell motherfuckers, like, yeah, we got motherfuckers under, under, underwater, uh, sea world and shit tomorrow. <coughs> they be like, man, no the fuck y'all don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the fuck we do. <laughs> How you gonna tell like, me that? I'm parking park there, bro. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, we got roller coasters in that bitch. They said in, in the, the mall. mall. I said, yes, nigga, in the mall. Like, yeah, you never heard about the mall? Yeah. Man? Like, no. Some people heard about it, really? but a lot of motherfuckers never heard. I'm really? like, that shit crazy. I said, we got sharks in that bitch. They said, in the mall? I said, yes, in the mall. They didn't believe me, bro. This was, I, see, I lived there. That was in, um, that was from 05 to like 08 type shit. I think in the world almost. Or 04 to 06 type shit. Something like that. You know what I'm saying? But once again, man, y'all tuned to the Brain Serving Podcast. That was a uh, story time, little segment, something new we doing. But like we always say, catch these waves. <laughs> Catch these waves. The Brain Surfing Podcast. I'm on some other shit. Constantly giving content. Other niggas just came and went. My ex bitch was light skinned. Like the whip, I switched the tent. Said I got a podcast. This bitch think he's fresh and fit. Everything make me stand out. Never needed a handout. Podcast high demand. While they saying I'm the man now. Comments coming in. Brain Surfing say I'm too legit. The Brain Surfing Podcast on Instagram. Like a pic. Hey.